church, especially for those of you who are online. Uh, I'm sure some of you are wondering, are we having church tonight? And obviously we are. Uh, a couple of things I do want to remind us of is to continue to practice safety, social distancing, and things like that. Uh, and at the same time, enjoy the presence of the Lord. Let's not get so distracted that we forget that we have a wonderful God who takes good care of us. And at the same time, as the Bible says, we weep with those who weep because there are many people who are going through a very difficult time right now. But without the presence of God, we are lost in this world. Imagine going through what the world is going through and not knowing God. This is the very reason why we do what we do. This is why we have online services too. It's because we go through what we go through and there are people who do not know God. So we will still do our very best to provide the services that we have as well as uh, for our children. We are in contact with our city officials to make sure that we're in compliance, that we're doing a good job, um, as well as being safe for our community. We still want to be mindful of people. And as believers, our hope is always in what Jesus said, that we are to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So we want to make sure that we're communicating clearly that we are caring for our community in the way we're doing things. So we're going to do this together. Uh, we may not make the best uh, or, or have the best answers at the moments we would want to have it, but our heart is always to represent God well and welcome people into the kingdom of God in every way possible. So thank you for doing what you're doing. We're going to stand tonight as we step into the presence of God. We're going to worship Him with all that we have. That's our testimony to the world and how we live for God. So let's praise His name tonight. I saw Satan fall like lightning. I saw darkness from for cover. But the miracle that I just can't get over My name is registered in heaven, yeah I believe in signs and wonders I have resurrection power See the miracle that I just can't get over My name is registered in heaven Testimony from death to life. Cause grace rewrote my story. I testify by Jesus Christ the righteous. I'm justified. This is my testimony. This is my testimony. Yes, Lord, we testify by who you are as we come together. Together, sons and daughters, fought with blood and washed in water. Sing the praises of the Spirit, Son and Father. Our God will finish what He started. Yes, our God will finish what He started. Jesus Christ the righteous, I'm just a 
Lord, we know that you're not done yet. If I'm not dead, you're not done. Greater things are still to come. Oh, I believe. If I'm not dead, you're not done. Greater things are still to
you are unstoppable. So we declare this. Nothing shall be impossible. Your kingdom reigns unstoppable. We'll shout your praise forevermore. Jesus, our God, unstoppable. Nothing shall be
holy. And no matter what we may be going through, whatever we find ourselves, that God is still good. And he's still doing great things. And that he invites us in every single moment of our lives to experience him, to encounter him. yearns for you. Jesus yearns for you. Jesus longs for you. Jesus wants you. Jesus loves you. And he's saying that he's the solid foundation that we can build our lives on. Not things of the world. Not anything else. Because his love forever. It endures forever. It endures hardships. It endures mountains. It goes on. It never fails. So tonight, would you sing that? That we'll build our lives not on things that will fade away, not things that are temporary, but things that are eternal because we build our lives with the love of Jesus. you and, and declare who you are in the midst of a, a, a time in life where many of us never planned to be where we are today, yet you in your sovereignty can see everything from beginning to end. And one thing that keeps us on this solid foundation is knowing that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And because of that, because you're faithful and you're steadfast and you never waver. We can always come back to, to, to who you are. And when we can come back to who you are, it reminds us of who we are. That we're not lost in this world. We're not just 
passing through this world, we have a purpose, we have a value, we have significance. And we're not just another statistic lost in everything that is happening around us. We are your chosen children with a destiny and value to our life. So we, we're grateful that we have a God like you who constantly reminds us as we worship you that our life is significant. This is why we can worship you. So thank you for leading us constantly moving forward. And we look forward to the more you're going to do in our lives tonight and beyond. We pray this in Jesus' precious and holy name. And we all said together, amen. Amen. Yes, we have a good God. Yes, he is always on the throne. And yes, we have value in him. I'm going to ask you to be seated. And, you know, even in that heart of worship, when we, when we come together, yeah, you may be seated. You know, when we come together, the, the value that we find in, in who we are in Christ makes all the difference in how we live our life. So tonight, Pastor Kat is going to be bringing the Word of God. And, and then even at the end of service, we're going to do something very special for all of us. And we're going to be praying over all of us. And Pastor Kat will uh, bring some instruction to that. Don't worry, you don't have to get up and do things. Um, but we'll be, we'll be praying at the end of service. So please um, stick by or hang out or, or uh, don't leave <laughs> unless you have to. But uh, Pastor Ben is going to come up and he's going to pray over our tithes and offerings. And by the way, and I know we say this often, but we are really, we are grateful that we have a God who constantly provides. And at the same time, that we get to be a part of what he is doing in our, not just in our church, but through our church and then in our community and around the world. So thank you for all of you who are tuning in and uh, constantly support whatever God is going to do. Our hope is that when he speaks, we listen and we move. It is that simple. So with all that is happening, we want to keep our eyes focused on Jesus. Take care of what we need to. Pay attention to all the information that's coming. Some things you got to weed out and think through, okay, where am I with this? Lord, give me wisdom, give me discernment, and then keep following Jesus and we'll never go wrong. Amen. Go ahead, Pastor Ben. Thank you, Pastor Sheldon. Well, at this time, we're going to get ready to receive our tithes and offerings. And if you're online, you can do that in four ways. You can do that through our uh, website, our app. You can even mail your checks in, or you can even sign up to text to give, which sets up a profile. And you can do that here as well. Um, if you want to give here in the, in the sanctuary, we actually have two tithes and offering boxes that you can drop off your tithes and offerings at. But, um, you know, what's so interesting is a couple of weeks ago, I was playing with our twins and our twins turned two, I think, last week. And, you know, with, the, with everything that's been going on in this season, I mean, it's like, man, they turned two. I remember when they first turned one and we were in the middle of this season and I was like, man, they're just growing up really quick. Well, I remember my, uh, we're, we're at home and my son Luke wakes up from his nap. And so he comes inside the living room and watching TV. And I look at Luke and I'm like, hi, hi buddy, are you, you good? You, you, how's your nap? And he can't really talk, you know, two years old, trying to speak, but it just sounds really adorable. So you just want him to just say noises anyway. And so, so I'm like, how's it going? And so, so I look at him and all the time I tell him, Lukey, I love you. And so I looked at my son and I said, Luke, I love you. And my son looks at me and he goes, I got Jesus. Now you go, oh. But I was like, wait, hold on. 
I said, Daddy loves you. So I said, oh, that, that's, that's nice, Luke. That, that's nice that you love Jesus, but Daddy loves you. So what about Daddy? I love Jesus. So, okay, okay. So you love Jesus. Do you, do you love Mommy? I love Mommy. Okay. You love Daddy? I love Jesus. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on a minute. Where am I in this equation? And so I'm like, okay, so you love Jesus? He goes, uh-huh. I go, you love mommy? Uh-huh, I love mommy. And I go, do you love daddy? Yes. I'm like, man, at least I'm in the top three. I gotta, I mean, I'm happy I'm in the top three. But you know what's so amazing is I loved it when he kept saying, I love Jesus. And as a father to hear my one and only son out of, with four girls, to say, I love Jesus. It reminds me that that's the heart I'm supposed to have with my father. And that's why we give. We give our tithes and offerings quite simply because we love Jesus. Amen. Would you bow your heads as we pray for our tithes and offerings? Lord, we come before you right now, Lord. And Lord, we declare we love Jesus. And so, Lord, as we give you our tithes and offerings, it's with that love that we know you're going to take it and you're going to multiply it so that more and more people won't just say that they love you, but also get to experience all the love that you have for them. And so, Lord, would you take our tithes and offerings, would you multiply it to reach them? And what a joy it is that we get to partner with you in sharing your love because we love you. So, Lord, we thank you, we love you, we bless you, and we look forward to what you're going to do in the lives of your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Pastor Ben. That was so cute. And I know that somewhere, Katie-Ann is going, yes, I love mommy. Yeah, no, but it's so cute. And uh, tonight, we're going to be actually talking about faith, faith in the Father. And, you know, not just the kind of faith where you plan a trip and, you know, you you hope everything goes okay, or you make reservations to a restaurant, and you have faith that you're going to get there and your table's going to be ready. I'm talking about, you know, faith. Even more powerful than the faith of, man, this school traffic is going to clear up someday. Right? Can I get an amen, somebody? Amen. You know, I just... Hey, uh, homeschooling don't look so bad anymore. I remember we was complaining about that. Now it's like, oh my goodness, what is happening right now? This traffic. I talked to somebody, it took them an hour and 15 minutes to drop off their kid at school. And so I was like talking with somebody who works at a school, and then I said, what is happening? What is taking so long? And they told me that, you know, they're doing temp tests because they want to keep our kids safe. So we cannot get mad at them. How can we get mad at them for that? We cannot. They're doing the best that they can, you know, and with everything with the governor making a proclamation yesterday about, you know, the numbers going up and everything. You know what? Let's just stop. Let's just pray right now. Okay? Can we do that? Can we just pray right now? So, Father God, we thank you, Lord, that, that you are watching over us, that, that our hope is not in our circumstances, that our hope is in you, Father. So we pray for our school faculty, all the, the, the staff and the, the people that are working at the schools that are trying their best, Lord, to keep our children safe, keep each other safe, and still serve the community, and still do what they do, Lord. You know, we've never been through anything like this before, so please be with them, and guide them, and, you know, give us as parents and grandparents, or people dropping off or picking up the, the grace, and to see things through different eyes. Not our own eyes that we're stuck in traffic, but 
to have that grace for each other, that we're all in this together as a community, Lord. And we pray for our lawmakers and our people, our leaders in office that have to make these decisions, these tough decisions for, for all of us, Lord. It's not easy to do what they do. So we're so thankful that, um, that we have you to guide them. So we just ask for you to give them wisdom on how to handle things, Lord. And just, we pray for our community. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, so... Oh, you know what I forgot to say? Thank you to the bosses that are having grace for their employees that are coming to work late because they're dropping off their kids in school. Because I know a lot of people are getting to work, even if it's five minutes late. You know, even if it's, or half an hour, it's still late. So thank you, bosses, for having the grace for your employees that are having to drop off their kids and, and go through this. So we just thank you for that. So we're talking about faith. And you know, the other weekend we went camping and I got to choose. I actually, I haven't gone camping in a long, like not camping at the condos. <laughs> We're talking real camping. Like, yeah, like sleep on a cot. Okay, maybe to you, they're like, oh, you spoiled, you sleep on, no. I sleep on a cot, that's not my thing. But fishing, like stink hair, everything, like real camping, okay. And we went, and it was so much fun. And I know I don't look like the type, you're like, you went camping? You know, I love fishing. I love fishing. And being there brought me back to a place of my childhood where we used to go camping a lot. And we're talking about the camping where you're on cliffs and you're like with your, your pole in one hand. I had my pole in one hand. I had my bucket because I had faith. I had faith of all the fish I was going to catch. So I had my bucket and my pole and I'm like climbing down these rocks and, and, and climbing up these rocks and well, the shaky rocks. I haven't done this in a while. Is this going to hold me? And you know, and doing this and, and, and it just made me remember it made me remember when I was a kid, my dad, he used to take us camping like Mahukona, Manuka. Um, we used to go down Punalu'u, and my family is all from, from Ka'u side, so we used to always camp down there. And, you know, as a little kid, I'd be so excited. And I remember, like, he used to pack me on his back. I was like seven or eight years old, and he used to pack me on his back. And with his headlamp and I, his pole in one hand and his tackle box or whatever in the other hand, and I'd be holding the flashlight, and he'd jump with me on his back from rock to rock. Like, huh, you know the lava rocks? Like, huh. And my dad was not a big guy. He was a little Asian guy, you know? But he used to carry me on his back. And when I was, when I was fishing and when I was climbing the rocks myself, I was thinking, how did he do that? Because I could barely do it myself, and the whole time that he's carrying me, I never was afraid. Like, I never worried that he was going to drop me or that we were going to fall. You know, I just, I just knew that I was safe with my dad. Well, times change. He got older. I got bigger. He cannot carry me anymore. So that's where our faith in our Father in heaven is different because for our Father in heaven, he'll never grow older, weaker. We'll never grow too big for him to carry. We'll never outgrow our God, our Father in heaven. So that's the difference. And so when we talk, to, when we talk about rocks and shaky rocks and sharp rocks, you know, the, the rocks I have now in my life, they're, they're sharper and there's more to risk because now I have my husband and my, my family. 
And so when we talk about faith, we're talking about the kind of faith that, that you trust. You trust in everything. You're everything with God in all that, that we do. You know, we trust that he'll provide for us. He'll protect us. He'll, he'll hear our prayers, that we'll hear his voice, that we're leading the kind of life that, that he wants us to lead. We have to have the faith that he's with us, you know, and especially when you come to a point where it's unfamiliar or you're not sure about that next rock you're gonna jump on. So we'll be taking a look at the book of Hebrews chapter 11. And the first thing it says is, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commend, commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. From the beginning of time, in Genesis, we believe that God formed the earth, the heavens and the earth, right? We, we talk about that. In the beginning, there was God created all of creation, all the animals. So from the beginning, we have the faith that that's what happened. And so we're going to continue on in that. And actually, Hebrews 11 is like, for those of you who like music, Hebrews 11 is like, God and his leaders, greatest hits. You know, and they have like the list, right? It's about, it's about um, everybody in there. I mean, we go back to Abel, you know, Abel and his, his faith in God that he gave the best of his sacrifices. We talk about um, Noah, Noah being warned, divinely warned about the flood that was coming. We talk about um, Enoch, who, who had so much faith in the Lord that he didn't even see death. You know, we talk about um, Moses, you know, Moses not being a really good speaker, but he went and he led. You know, it goes through, it goes story after story, we talk about Abraham, Abram at, the moment, at that time, you know, going from place to place in a tent, not even knowing where he was going to go. But he went by faith. They were tested. And then later, Abraham was tested with offering his son Isaac as a sacrifice. Those were some sharp and shaky rocks. But they had faith in the Father that he would be with them. Now, did he mean that no harm came to them? Obviously, it didn't mean that they had smooth sailing, you know? But faith doesn't pave the road or make all the troubles go away, you know? But, but faith helps us get through the journey. And what makes their story so great is that they never stopped believing. They never stopped believing. In Hebrews 11, 13 through 16, it says, all these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their father, for he has prepared a city for them. They may not have lived out to see their miracles played out to the fullest potential, but they saw it. They saw the signs. They saw the miracles as they were going along the way. I mean, look at Abel's story. Some could say, well, you know, if he didn't give such a great sacrifice, his brother wouldn't have. Or if Abraham got tired of traveling, imagine that with your family, tent after tent, place after place. I mean, in Hapuna, come on, right? 
I'm carrying a cooler and whatever and umbrellas and beach towels with kids. Are we there yet? It's like, okay, first nice, we're going to sit right here. This is where, it's not too far from this, from the water, not too far from, we're sitting right here. But no, they did things even though it was inconvenient or harder or they were tired. They never let anything and they pushed forward. They had the kind of faith that pushed them forward to obey at all costs, even if it meant their lives. They didn't stop, and they kept looking at the bigger picture. You know, I was just explaining the bigger picture to my son because he's been wanting a new phone, right? The newer phone. I want the newer phone. So he started saving. He started doing chores, and he started saving for it. And then, but he also likes McDonald's and DoorDash and Taco Bell. Who doesn't, right? He's 15. So I had to explain to him the bigger picture. Do you want your newer phone that you're saving for, or do you want... DoorDash, do you want junk food? Do you want to spend it on this? It's up to you. So then he kind of got a better picture of what the bigger picture meant. And it's not always easy looking at the bigger picture. You know, this past Sunday, Pastor Sheldon talked about, his third point was always think eternal. And as I was sitting right over there, and, and that hit me, those three simple words, always think eternal. And I was like, man, I want to make a t-shirt with that on because imagine if we always thought eternal how different our perspective would be because we're not just concerned about the ways of today we can look at a bigger picture of eternity life in heaven it totally changes our perspective like if I'm thinking eternal then I should make better choices in my life that matter for after I die you know like do I watch another season of NCIS or do I watch right now media and something that will feed me spiritually? You know, when I meet my, with my friends for lunch, do I gossip or complain about how bad things are or when are we going to get through this pandemic? Or do I use that time to encourage, pray for them, you know, and, and share the love of God with them? You know, do I have faith only when it seems like, like, I'll kind of get what I'm praying for, things are not so bad, or am I going to have the kind of faith that even when it's dark, even when it's dark, I'm going to still have faith. And you know, I was talking to my husband about this the other night, and he said, the darker it is, the brighter, the brighter God's light will shine. So if you're in a dark time, you can think about that. Now's the time that God's light will shine brighter. At five in the afternoon, not the perfect time to light a candle, right? Eight o'clock, much better. As a kid, loved fireworks. Oh my goodness, I love fireworks. Much better at night though, right? The fountains, and back then it was jumping jacks when it was legal. Jumping jacks was legal back when I was playing fireworks, okay? But you know, at night, it was so much better. So I'd always try and not, you know, not bust it all during the day because it was like a waste. And so God's light will shine brighter in the darkest of times. And maybe life is scary for you right now. Maybe, maybe you're going through something scary right now. What are we going to do? It's moments like this that we should cling to the Father even more. If he has to carry, if we, if we cannot just do it ourselves and, and, and walk beside him even just hold on to him and cling to him even more. I mean, what are our choices as believers? As believers in Christ, what choices do we have? What are we going to do? 
we're not going to believe anymore, really? We're not going to pray anymore? We're going to just give up? You know, I mean, imagine, imagine if Moses, imagine if Moses, when he got to the edge, when he got to the Red Sea, and soldiers were coming down the hill behind them, if he went, oh, we never should have left. I sorry, you guys. All is lost. And he gave up. Right before them, the hugest, you know, big miracle for them to be free. As believers, what do we do? Faith is knowing, not hoping, or wishing, but knowing that God is with us, even if we don't like his timing or how he's helping us. Sometimes it's like, okay, I prayed for this. Why is this happening? Right? And I don't know if you guys ever went through this, you know, but I thought, Lord, maybe you misunderstood me. I said this, you know. Many years ago, I went through a really dark time in my life, and it was not good. And then it got worse. And it was really bad that I really had to pray about sharing this because it, it was a really hard thing, and I, it's really hard to talk about, but this is how good God is. So I was losing my house. Things happened in my life, and then worse things happened, and as a single mom, I had four kids to think about. And I was praying about it, praying about it, like, Lord, you know, help me get this refinancing or this loan go through or a miracle. I needed some kind of miracle, Lord, to help me get out of this because I don't know what to do. And I kept praying, and, and my family was praying with me. They were trying to help me, and then one of my family members were like, what are you going to do? And I said, oh, I don't know. You know, I tried, but, you know, and I prayed, but I don't know. Well, what are you going to do next? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do this? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then I said, but I prayed to God about this. Maybe it's not meant for me to keep this house. Maybe it's not in his plan for me. And when I said that, because the person I was talking to is a believer, that ended that conversation. I ended up losing the house in the end. I did. But God had a better plan for me. And what came out of that, and I know this for sure, is that was a big turning point in my life where I was able to say, I trust you. No matter what is happening, I trust that you see the bigger picture. I trust that you know what is best for me. Has it been smooth sailing since then? Nope. But during that time, I literally felt like I was on God's back and he was jumping from one rock to the next rock. I literally felt like he was carrying me because I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it on my own, obviously. You know, and he surrounded me with loved ones since then. He surrounded me with a better relationship with him. His, he surrounded me with his love. Since then, my relationship with God turned into a real one. 
Like not, yeah, I know God, I have my own relationship with him. It's, no, this is like, no joke, relationship like I've never felt in my life. And since then, he's kept his promises every day. Now I have, he's gifted me with a husband who holds my hand and promises to never let me fall. You know, and God is there. The house, temporary. Because my true home is in heaven for eternity. My relationship with the Lord is eternal. That is more important. So that brings us to our first point, which is our faith in the Father is trust in the Father. I trust that he sees the bigger picture for me, knows what, how, and when things will happen for me, have faith in him, even when I couldn't see proof at that moment that things were going to be okay. There was no signs, there was no proof. I was like, ah, you know, but he wouldn't let me fall. This life that we have, it's a temporary gift. It's a gift, but it's temporary. If life is good for you right now, I am so happy for you. I I am truly happy for you. But imagine what heaven is like. You think this life is good? Imagine what heaven is going to be like. I mean, come on. Even on your best day, think of your best day. For me, my best day is awesome. Like, I'll go fishing all day. That's what we did, all day, all night. And even on my best day, though, after that, I was sore. (laughs) Out of shape, sore. I'm not used to holding a pole that long or climbing rocks like that. So I was, even though it was the best day. In heaven? In heaven? Nope, not going to be sore. Can we imagine that? No, because in heaven, there's no such thing as pain. No sorrow, no fear, no anger. There won't be those things. In heaven, you know, I can fish all day. And I'll catch a fish at every cast. (laughs) And there will be no yellow fish to steal my bait. (laughs) You know, and, and there's no such thing as that. So it'll be even better. So although, you know, God helps us, it's not actually about this life. It's about our eternal life. It's about heaven. And our faith in God should be a different kind of faith. You know, the kind of steadfast faith that keeps us looking for a better country, a heavenly realm. But we are living in this life, this world for now. And you might be thinking, well, cat, I need a miracle today. I need something. I need a better kind of faith because mine is slipping right now. There's like little or no proof God is working or he's doing anything in my life. My faith is running really thin. God, show me something. We've heard the saying, seeing is believing, right? We've heard that saying. Like see, it's like saying, well, when I see proof, then I'll believe. How about if we take that alter it into our second point, which is seeing by believing. Seeing by believing, meaning we will see the works of God by believing first, by trusting first. Having faith in the Father is the assurance of things not seen. But by faith, Noah built the ark. Imagine if Noah said, okay, God, well, 
there's not a cloud in the sky. We're, we're pretty good. You know, it's like Waikoloa right now. There's like, it's dry out here, you know. There's, there's white. If there's a cloud in the sky, then I'll build the boat, the ark. Imagine if that happened. What a disaster that would have been. But no, by having faith that God would see the bigger picture, he trusted and he did what he was told. So by believing, he then saw the miracle happen. Noah's faith and trust in the Lord is one of the most popular testimonies, right, in the Bible. What a testimony of someone living by faith. I mean, people who don't even come to church or know God really, they know who Noah is and they know his story. They know what he did. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we live by believing and not by seeing. We believe and the Lord will show us. And not only that, but the Lord will blow our minds. Other stories, the story of Lazarus, right? And his two sisters, Mary and Martha, they cried out to Jesus when he got to the town, right? They were just like, they believed that he was Lord. They did. In fact, when they ran up to him, they were like, Lord, if you had been here, he would not have died. Because they had faith. They were like, he, if you were here, you would have healed him. He would have lived. It would have been fine. And what does he do? He blows their mind. He tells them in John eleven thirty nine through 40, take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor, for he has been there for four days. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they knew he was the Messiah. They knew he was God. He knew there was Lord, and there was no limits, but they did put a limit on him. If you had come earlier, then this wouldn't have happened, but now you're late, so kind of help. That's what happened. John eleven forty one through 44 continues to go on, and it says, So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Lazarus had been dead for four days. Talk about a miracle. Talk about the miracle right in front of their eyes. What about the woman who was bleeding for 12 years? Women, come on. 12 years. She had the faith that if she could just just get close enough to Jesus and just, just touch his clothing that she would be healed, and she was. There are so many more miracles than, that, that we, than we read about that he performed. In John 20, 30, it says, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. Too many to count. You know, maybe some of them were private. You know, like, I can't imagine, like, a guy going up, Jesus, Lord, I get gout again. <laughs> no, tell my wife, though, okay, because I told her I wasn't eating too much stuff, and so just, can you heal me? Boom, heals him, okay, no, tell nobody. Now, now this is my own, my own way of, of, of thinking, like, how come they didn't put all the miracles? Like, why isn't the Bible just filled with just a list of all the miracles that Jesus, there's just too many to count, but the same Jesus, the same Lord that did those miracles is our Jesus, yours, 
and mine, that same Jesus. We have it up here. Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Circumstances may change, but he won't change. I outgrew my dad to carry me, but my dad in heaven, I'll never be too heavy for him. He also is the same God that made people wait, though, for their miracles. So what are we going to do? Are we going to wait till our circumstances change before we have faith and wait to see before believing? Or can we pray and wait on him to do things in our lives right now? Can we have the kind of faith that we just, we just wait and we say, Lord, we trust you. Anybody need that kind of faith? Refreshment? At this time, we're going we're gonna to pray. If anybody needs, somebody's saying, I need a miracle. I need something. And I have faith. We're going to pray over that tonight. I have asked our prayer warriors to, to they're going to they're gonna stay in the back because of our circumstances. They're not going to come to the front. So if you are in need of a miracle if you are in need of your faith to be restored or just boosted just boosted for those of you online we have people online that will pray over you as well all you gotta do is say yes there is something think about it right now just picture what it is maybe it's something that that you haven't shared with anybody because it's that personal. Maybe it's something you feel that it's silly, like, really, I'm gonna pray over this? If it popped in your head, then yes. Maybe it's, it's a hardship. Maybe it's a sadness. Maybe it's a fear. Maybe it's something that's holding you to sin that you wanna let go of. That you're like, I don't wanna do this anymore. I don't wanna act this way anymore. I need to be free of this. Let's pray about that. Let's lift it up. Because our faith is not going to make our hardship or our stresses or any of these things go away. It's going to help us get through them. And it's going to help our Father do His thing because we put our faith not in the changing of the circumstances, but our faith is in Him. And we will see by believing so our worship team, Pastor Ben, can you come alongside? And our, our prayer warriors are going to stand in the back. And they're going to, so if you want to, you can stand right where you are. You don't have to come up to the front, but stand where you are. If you say, I want to pray, I want to be pray, They're going to see you and they're going to pray over you from afar. Stand up. Stand up and don't be ashamed. Everybody has something. Something that we can improve on. Something that we need to reignite in ourselves. Something that we need. Lord, I need you over this. Lord, I, I'm so ashamed. I don't even want to say it out loud. But you know, you know what it is, Lord. That Can you remove this from me? And we're going to extend our hands like this. Because we're going to receive his grace upon us and we're going to receive his blessing upon us 
and our worship team, can we, can we extend our hands out to, out to everybody? And from behind, we're going to extend your hands because we're going to cover this whole place and we're going to cover you online. Online, don't feel left out because the Lord is not restrained by technology. The Spirit of the Lord is everywhere. And if you want a miracle and you have faith, He is in your living room right now. He is in your car. He is in your kitchen. Wherever you're watching this from, He is with you. But just lift up your hands and accept it. So Father, God, our Father in heaven, our eternal Father, we come to you with this. Right now, lift it up. Whatever it is that's on your heart, lift it up to Him. physical pain that you're going through ask for healing upon that in Jesus name maybe it's a, an uncertainty with a, a job finances next step what do I do fork in the road I see a fork in the road which way do I go Lord I lift this up to you we lift this up to you Lord we have faith that you will guide our steps, Lord. Maybe it's about a person. Do I trust this person? My trust is in you, Lord, so you guide me. You guide me. Brokenness with a relationship, with a relationship that, that meant so much at one time and is now broken. Lord, how do I do this whether it was your fault or not it doesn't matter lift it up to the Lord Lord we trust you we have faith that that you will do your thing and I will live by your faith Lord we will live by your faith that whatever it is that we're lifting up give us a new fresh awakening a fresh wind Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit, fill us. Holy Spirit, breathe on us. Breathe through us. We need you, Holy Spirit. Guide our words, our heart, our ears, our eyes, what we say, what we do, how we react, how we, how we are. Holy Spirit, come. And we ask for all these things and we believe and we have faith that all these things, Lord, will come through you even if we don't see it today even if we don't see it in five years Lord the fact that you love us and we have eternal life with you that father that kind of faith and that kind of miracle in itself Lord we thank you and we praise you in Jesus precious name we say amen amen